This is People Who Play, a show about the art of playful living. I'm Emma Warrillow, researcher, writer and part-time mermaid. And I'm Ben Martin, content creator and nostalgia junkie. Every episode we discuss family life, playtime and we interview a guest who has found a way to play at life. From creatives to educators to comedians, our aim is to inspire more grown-ups to grow down and unleash their unique play powers. If you'd like to join our play crew and find more inspiration and info on play, follow at playful underscore den on Instagram. And for all your retro feels, find me on Instagram at benflyingretro. I'm on there too, at Emma Warrillow, E-M-M-A, W-O-R-R-O-L-L-O, really. This podcast drops bi-weekly on Mondays, but if that's not enough to get your playful vibes vibing, you can also join my Patreon for £5 a month and you'll get a personal pod from me, which drops alternate Mondays. Plus, you can now watch the video interviews of our guests directly in there too. We really do appreciate all your likes, subscribes, follows and shares. These digital high fives really mean a lot to us and help us to grow the show. Okay, let's get on with the episode. It's playtime. Ho, ho, ho. It's People Who Play, episode 27. Here's your host, Emma. Hello. Oh, my (laughs) days. You are making me go so close to this little microphone screen thing. It's like wearing a mask in COVID times again. Well, no, I'll tell you what it's actually like. It's a little thing called professional broadcasting. And maybe you should do an online course on it. There ain't nothing professional about this podcast. No, there isn't, because you want to sit a country mile away from the mic. Now, if you watch any podcast, their lips are literally touching the mic. It's about enunciating. You always say country mile. Have you seen the King's Speech? Yeah, good Right, I'm going to put... Now, well, I need to think about how I'm going to phrase this. Yeah, you do. I need. I, I'm going to put those marbles in your mouth. <laughs> oh, I don't want those marbles I know, that's in my awful. mouth. Awful. When you say country mile, is that longer than a normal mile? I don't know. Is a country mile bigger than a mile? I think I thought it was longer. <laughs> oh man! So there we go. Just offended Dorset. Um, the whole of Dorset. We live in Dorset, so maybe that's allowed. Come seek us out and say hello. Ah, I am enjoying this time of year, Benj. How are you enjoying this time of year? Well, it's my only time of year. It's my favourite time of year. I'm so pumped that I'm sweating. God, you were basically low-key bullying me for not being Christmassy enough the other day. Your spirit. It's your spirit. You came in in front of all the children. We've got to fix mum's Christmas spirit. We've got to fix it. What's going on? What? It was the 1st of December. Well, actually, it wasn't. It was like the 29th of November. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Emma, the Christmas spirit is a little glow in your chest, in your heart, and yours was like out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been really busy with work. No, Christmas comes first. I've always said that. It comes before work. Well, it's hard to have so many things going on in your mind when you've got... You're just looking down the barrel of deadlines and workshops and trips to London. Mm. Have you noticed that in this country and the West in general, it's only not Christmas for 10 months? (laughs) We are Christmas weird in this country. Well, I think it's gotten a little bit stranger because our generation in particular 
I think we were part of the first Christmases in the 80s and into the 90s where, I don't know, I don't even think they had toys in the 70s, Emma. Yeah. So it was an explosion. We were the plastic sack brigade. Yes. Yes, we were. No problems, just presents. Why were those... Like plastic sacks. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. But why do they have a smell that doesn't exist anywhere else? Well, also, they have a smell that doesn't exist, and they also have a colour palette that doesn't exist. Oh, they were so good. Cars were those colours, Emma. Yeah. It's sort of like loft based, musty plastic smell. Deep blues, like. Deep reds. So deep. Deep greens. So deep. Let's bring back deep colours. Enough of this. Oh, pastels. Oh, I love pastels. Oh, yeah, but I tell you what, I don't want pastels. I don't want them anywhere near my sack. (laughs) Sorry. My Christmas sack, Emma. What you're saying is you've got a deep red sack. No, you have got a filthy Christmas mind. (laughs) Awful. I We've guess got like ha- Hessian sacks now. Yeah, they yeah. are toilet, aren't they? They're all just like, yeah, they're like brown and rustic and like realistic. Like if you know, this is what his sacks actually look like. Stop <laughs> saying sacks. And you've got their like names printed out. It's just too much, Emma. Yeah. Let's take it back to sentiment. What to unsustainable throwing? <laughs> <plastic>. <laughs> Emma, you make me laugh <laughs> on the outside and the inside. Yeah, it's a lot Christmas in this country. I think because we have some Australian friends and I think I remember when one of Good them... Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was staying with us and like that sort of... Oh, the, yes! The office was like going nuts about putting up the tree and it was like November and he was just like, what is going on? No, no, he was shocked, concerned, worried. <laughs> because I suppose, you know, look, yes, Australia do go crazy for Christmas, but you know, like it just starts a lot later. It's just different with the weather. So what I've been really enjoying is we went into nature on the weekend. Yeah. And we went to this amazing trail in the New Forest. God, this is like a Dorset tourist episode. Well, you've got to get all the Dorset fans back after your (laughs) awful impressions. We, no way. We went to the tall tree trail it's very hard for me to say you said i'm taking you to see some redwoods and i said no you're not they don't exist in the uk and i tell you what there were some redwoods you just never believe anything that i say no my base level of where i exist is to not trust anything you say (laughs) (laughs) i've been i've been doing uh weightlifting crikey you're getting in some comps yeah with a trainer oh my god are you gonna start tanning up yeah. It's not even tan, it's like... It's not tan, what it, is it? It's paint. Yeah. And what it does, Emma, it accentuates your, your muscles. Yeah, it does. It, Emma, it's Ron Seal. <laughs> it does well, we exactly did, well, what it says on the tin. We, we actually do need to do the fence, so we can do me and the fence. Don't people that use fake tan make an absolute mess of your sheets? Oh, yeah, it gets on the sheets. Don't they? Isn't yeah. that like a mm. nightmare? Mm. You can't have white sheets if you're going to fake tan. Mm. Haven't faked hand for a long time. I would like to, though, because I am essentially transparent. <laughs> oh, God, you're not translucent, are you? What does that mean? Translucent, it's like when you're so pale that you're sort of, you can almost see through you. Yeah, I'm that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, back to you not believing anything that I say. I've been doing weightlifting with a trainer and I came back the other day and I was like, I've just lifted 75 kgs. And you were like, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. You're no, you haven't. No, no. I, did, I, said, I didn't say it like <laughs> Kevin from that show everyone used to watch. You didn't believe me. And then when I went back and I saw Rob. No, because I couldn't, friend, I couldn't he lift. Was, he was fuming. He was fuming. Yeah, rightly he so. He said that and he filmed me. But I couldn't lift 70 kil- kilograms off of the floor. You so could. how are you just chucking it around? I'm not chucking it. I'm doing, um, what do they call them? Like deadlifts. Deadlifts. Mm. Well, good for you, Emma. What's, why is it so bad when I don't believe you? I can see how that would be annoying, actually. <laughs> Days after days after yeah. days. Yeah, it could not be anything. Me. It could be that takes twenty minutes in the oven to cook. Nah, let me have a look at the packet. Yeah, it could be where. Which where are we going? No, let's have another look. Yeah, no, you don't believe me. God, it must be wow. Yeah, it's really irritating. Another thing that you've done that's quite annoying this week is okay. you just had absolutely no comprehension of what the elf on the shelf is. No, you bullied me. Now I am upset with this, Emma, because. When someone doesn't is struggling, like if they're at school and they're struggling to grasp the concept of an idea or a concept, you should meet that person with love, kindness. No, just sit them down and explain. Like explain, but not just, don't just explain the end. From start to finish, this is an elf on the shelf. Yeah, but it what? does this, yeah, this, this, and this. Why can I not explain it? Because I've got three children in the kitchen and you're going, what is it? Has it got batteries? What yeah. do you mean? How does it move around? All these different voices. <laughs> no, I just wanted so I was getting so upset that no one was just sitting me down and explaining. I was like, what? You kept on saying, you put it on the shelf and it makes a mess. It kicks everything off. And I was like, yeah, but... The physics of that, what, I was like, but what do you mean? I was like, is it battery operated? Are you saying that, and I was like, well, hang on, I love our string furniture. I don't want to just put a robot on there and it just kicks everything off. Also, you've got no sort of ability to understand, like, the look. Like, I was giving you the look, which is where I'm trying to say it's magic. It's the magic element. I'm not going to actually say. Yeah, it was wasted. It was wasted. wasted. I wanted I wanted hard facts. You were like, why will no one tell me I was how getting, it works? I was getting so <laughs> angry. I because cannot... look, it's been something that I've heard over the years. I cannot believe and, you don't know what it and is. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? What is everyone talking about? And then in my head, these elves were like 60 quid because I thought, well, they must have like AI. They must have... There's an app, like, oh, I was like, oh, God, you've got to sync it with your phone, and then it moves around your house at night. And uh, you were like, no, they're like two pounds. (laughs) So I was like, well, get loads of them then. I just cannot believe that you have no awareness of the whole phenomenon around reality distortion field. Yeah. You, Do you know what that is? That's d- what I'm living in. No, you are paused in circa 1989 to 1995. Like you've got no comprehension of sort of these types of. Well, it, Emma, it's actually trends. really interesting that you said that because I'm doubling down right. on being stuck. Right. Because I am so fed up with 2022's pop culture offerings i'm just rewinding and i'm essentially going to be living next year as if i was in the 80s and 90s 
I, I'm, I'm talking about this more from like a pop culture point of view. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I've bought myself a Walkman, and it could be actually coming any minute now. Oh, you said that on the last episode, yeah, so at, you well, sourced one. Yeah, I've sourced one, bought it. 50 quid. Are you saying that expensive or cheap? That's expensive, Emma, for a, pe- what, for a piece of redundant technology. Well, it sounded expensive to me. Yeah, I'm done with Spotify. Oh, there you go, just have everything. Nope, I'm curating music. Now, I'm a little bit concerned about running with this bad boy. It's got a mall clip. Do you know what a mall clip is? No. Mall clip is... It's going to pull your pants down. Yeah, well, effectively, it's on the side of the Walkman. It's a little clip, and you tuck that in your belt, and then you can walk around the mall. Right. So, uh, yes, I'm a little bit concerned because running shorts are quite lightweight. Mm. So when I run with it, I'm worried that it's going to shake around and fall off. I'm also concerned about, like, the music skipping. Mm -hmm. Even though I know it's not a CD, it's a tape, but... My friend seems to think that you can actually jog tape, like you can make it skip. Right. All of these things we are <laughs> going to find out, and the listeners, you can come on this journey with me, because I am now using a Walkman again. Sometimes technology does move a little bit too far ahead, I think, and then we're like, oh, this has all gone a bit too much too soon. Well, no, but we're but at the some, end game, aren't sometimes, we? Sometimes, you know, inventions what? are quite good, like if you want to go for a run with music... You can have that in your pocket or in your watch. What so, digital beigeness? I want to feel the warmth, Emma. Right, okay. I okay. want the warmth well, of the tape. You know. Now, the good thing is I've got a load of tapes. Yeah, well, you're going to run through them. Yeah, hopefully, if it comes today, I'm going to run to now eight. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's your problem with now eight? What now are they on now? Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I actually think that they've gone back round. Now eight. Mm, it's a really good one. Yeah, literally one of the first ones. Hang on, can I just go and grab it? Yeah, it's your podcast. Uh, right, just talk to the people. Anyway, I did. Have, I had a few more things to say about Elf on the Shelf, actually, because I've noticed that is a lot of content about it on social media and i feel like the elf is being used as a way to say like what type of parent you are and it's like there's so many polls about do you do the elf do you not do the elf and i think it's just become a thing to divide us another thing like are you fun or are you not fun are you going to do this thing or are you not going to do that and people sort of saying that they feel really under pressure to do the elf because other people are doing the elf like <clears throat> god are you still banging on about this elf I know because I was just I, like I think sometimes I don't think it's good to just talk about things all the time on social media I was the elf has become a symbol of like what team are you on what why well, do people not like the elf loads of people do not like the elf they think it's like extra work to do at Christmas extra mental load to yeah, something well, it, to remember well they'd be right yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. Though. It is all of those things. Well, yeah. if you don't like it, don't do it. What's your problem? Well, I know. That's that. That's what I'm saying. Right. I've gone and got now eight. So Emma, if you do, you want to have a guess? Let's start with the year of this sucker. All right. Give me a year. What's your guess? Mm. Oh my God! Look at the inlay. The tape is a lovely vanilla color. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna guess 1988. Wow, Emma, you are bang right. Am I? You are right. Am I 
actually. Congratulations. So today, when I go for a run, I'll pop cassette one side one on, and I am going to get, right out the gate, I'm getting Notorious by Duran Duran. Then I'm getting Suburbia by Pet Shop Boys. Then Walk This Way by Run DMC. I mean, is this insane or what? It's a great mix. What song do you think your pants will have fallen down by? Uh, Let's have a look. I think my pants will fall down to Steve Winwood's Higher Love. Oh, lovely song to show your bum. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine driving past me and there's just this guy flailing like, my Walkman, my Bloody Walkmans everywhere. <laughs> they might think that I'm like a time traveller. I I feel like... They might think that I'm Marty McFly. They might. They'd sort of be right. Now look, I could just take my iPhone, put Spotify, search up Now 8. Great. But you, hang on a minute. You track your runs. So how are you going to do that if you're not taking your phone? It's just on my watch, Emma. Oh, so you're still taking that with you? Yeah, it's on my wrist. So you're doing both, so you're not fully rejected. What do you want me to get? go out and get a swatch? <laughs> baby G. Oh, baby G. Now, we've been doing something, haven't we, every day? A no new, idea, a what? New, a new um, sort of technique for people in long-term relationships. Snogging. We, <laughs> I've met up with my friend and she told me about the six second kiss. If you're in a long term relationship, you have to make sure you kiss for six seconds every day. It's good. It's good. Mm. I think you could choose your moments better. Yeah, well, sometimes I try and get it in and you're like, oh, no, not now. I've no, just had not a now. Yeah, you, you've just had a coffee or I've just had a coffee or, you know, you've just eaten some prunes <laughs> um, it is amazing because there's some days where we haven't done it and that just goes to show you haven't even got six seconds for a pash now this could be public it can be whatever wherever you want yeah do it anywhere now it doesn't have to be snogging in fact it rarely is snogging no you can't just like turn it into a grope it's very much Ooh. about like uh, <laughs> it's very much about just making sure that you have close intimacy. Proximity? Every day. I think something. Do you that... think we need any more proximity? Because <laughs> we are pretty close to each other right now. I think when you have kids, because obviously humans, we need. Like, A little part of you dies. We need, <laughs> we need touch and connection, don't we? And before you have kids, you sort of get that from. I need touch and connection. 247365 oh, and I don't care if there's even if we didn't have kids Emma I still no, need but, No but what I'm saying is I think you can sometimes cuz like we're very like a cuddly family it's almost like you can get like topped up with all your hugs through the kids and sometimes like forget <laughs> forget about monsters <laughs> inc <laughs> What the heck are you you got those little canisters you're just storing up you topped up I've got a canister yeah and I can t- I can fill it up with the kids cuz I've got the three of them and we're very cuddly. Right. So sometimes I think, you know, my canister gets full. So mm-hmm. I don't think, oh, I'll go and give Benj a cuddle. But I'm trying to I'm trying to do that more for you. That's okay. nice, isn't it? No, it's lovely. I Look, Emma, I all of these Insta hashtag movements to make relationships better, you know, 
Some of them are all right. <laughs> I've got a few more things to say about Christmas. Why not? I love Christmas. You... It's, for me, Christmas is a season, Emma. It's not a day. If anything, Emma, Christmas is my least. Christmas Day is my least favourite part of Christmas. Same. I'm all about the build-up, baby. Same. Same. I'm about, surprise, surprise, an aesthetic. I'm chasing that feeling of, you know... My mum made Christmas so special for us when we were growing up, and that's just really sort of deeply baked in with me. So I, it, I feel like it's my job, my duty to pass on um, being a very Christmassy family to our kids. That's why I take it sort of quite seriously. Yeah, but you, you get strange about things like right, stranger like things, kitchen roll. You have to have a certain type of kitchen roll in for the Christmas No, 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 not a certain type. You've got to have a truckload of it. Yeah. Because you're wiping services like a mother. But you went out the other day and you were like, oh, I need my... I I mean, Regina! I need my Regina. It's Christmas. My vagina. My (laughs) vagina. No, it's my vagina blitz. Yeah. Tell you what, it is big bucks. It is pricey these days. Is that your Christmas treat to yourself? Vagina blitz, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you sort of went a bit strange. You were like, oh, it's the season, the season, and you came back with all this vagina roll. Yeah, I need that. I need twiglets. I need nuts. Yeah, you, I you need. Are weird about there's things that are. There's just Christmas staples, and it's not Christmas without them, Emma. Is it strange that I. All of those things are brands. <laughs> That's why we are never going to get a sponsor. They're like, if you want to get a shout out for free, ring up people who play. <laughs> Um, is it, I don't, I don't know what the word is, unethical, um, inappropriate that I only really like going in churches at Christmas? No, because that's, that is a callback to your childhood where you probably were very church-based as a school. You know, mm. that's when you do singing, where you light a candle and shove it in an orange, whatever that means. Mm. Makes think, a lovely smell. I think I'm chasing that scene from Home Alone. Yeah, just quickly, what is that? Satsuma candle. Chris Kringle. Yeah, but what's that got to do with the baby Jesus? Um, don't know. Okay, because I, I love that and it really does smell nice. And when the kids bring them back from school, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Mm. It is nice. I bought you a religious-based calendar because you're so Oh, my God. Anti- I thought it was pictures. Yeah, you were like, oh, is it pictures only? I mean, that was brutal. If your mum brought back a picture-only oh. calendar. I'm sorry, mum. No. But it's 1988. I'm listening to now eight. Now go and get me a Mars calendar. Get down that smelly plastic sack. (laughs) Give me my Mars calendar. You're sniffing that that Santa sack and getting like high. Someone, I'm going to bring out a candle and it's going to be called 80s Christmas sack. Mm. It's such a unique smell. Yeah, yeah. It's like mixed in with like dusty tinsel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe Christmas is just too perfect now. Too perfect. Too rustic. Too much well, twine. You say that, but twine? Christmas is what you twine. What you make it, and I'm a big advocate for you make it up. I think people get way too stressed about you know what everyone else is doing and all these like new trends that come in. Like, no, that's the best it, thing about Christmas is how the subtle differences between different yeah, families. Yeah. How do you do this? Oh, we yeah. do this. Like strange little yes. traditions that are yes. unique to your family yes love that we have 10 people for christmas dinner this year 10 souls 10 souls joining us mm. i will be cooking i've ordered the turkey mm, gobble gobble i've ordered that i saw in the media 
there was a rush on turkeys. Yeah, they always say that. And some of them had the flu. So mm. I hope our one is a healthy one <laughs> doesn't have the flu. If not, we've got a lot of kitchen roll for <laughs> sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> so much kitchen roll. I've done something this year that I've never done before, and that is I've booked me and you a day off before the kids break up from school. Right, okay. You've booked us a day off. Yeah, we've never done this before. It's been in the calendar for ages. It is a work-free day. I've booked us a massage. That's your Christmas present, by the way. Right. Uh, Thanks. I've booked us a massage. We're going to do a sea swim, and then we're going to wrap presents and have a six-second kiss. (laughs) Wow. Well, the last time you booked me a massage, it was in the centre of Birmingham, (laughs) and um, wow, I, I don't... I think you that was a different type of massage. That was an error. Gee, no research was done about that particular massage parlour. That is for... Things got out of hand and they got out of hand quick and we had to peg it out of there. <laughs> what I mean, honestly, it's your home turf, Emma. You should know. Well, I didn't, no. At those prices, that should have been uh, a red flag. It should have been a red flag. When you can get a 90-minute massage in the mm. centre of Birmingham for £20... Mm. Pounds, mm. Red flag. Yeah, the bull ring took on a new... <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought, wow, is this... Is this <laughs> it's just how we roll. Is this just how it is in Birmingham? <laughs> we went on a little road trip. Did we? Where did we go? Oh, my God. We went to Bristol. Yes, Bristol. We went to Bristol, and I feel like I am... Um, spending a lot of my time just muttering about how expensive things are yeah well, because yeah. on the way back we stopped at a service station and i got a seasonal coffee and just so you know before you say this service stations are uniquely you know they are, are they more actually? yes of course they are you're caught short they can get you what are you going to do you need a coffee what, so I'm, what i'm trying to say is that a starbucks service station will have a a premium you know would really? be more expensive. yes it's not just outrageous you... wow okay outrageous she says well anyway i got this coffee and i didn't look i'll be honest i didn't look at the price which... oh that's how you roll is it ems just know, wandering around well, i thought i just i'm in the service station i'll just get in the queue join everyone else yeah that's what you do get a coffee it was 4.95 yeah but you know star what was it like a dessert it was £4.95. Was it if, an eggnog latte? If I'd known it... I'm trying not to say the brand. <laughs> well, you just said Starbucks loads. I did, you did. But this isn't Radio 1. We can say brands. Well, yeah, I guess. Apple. Uh, <laughs> like, what? That's a brand? What is, what's going to happen? I don't know. Exactly. Anyway, it was four ninety five. I couldn't believe it. I felt sick. Yeah. Starbucks, is they're gross, though. It's just a massive dessert. There's no actual coffee in there. <laughs> Yeah, it was really sickly. Yeah, I had an eggnog latte and, um, oh my days. But I couldn't believe it, Four ninety five. Your dad, God rest his soul, he'd be fuming at the price of coffee right now. Yeah, well, he was used to that free one. He, there was some scam well, no, at back. Waitrose. It's back. I mean, the man would never shop in Waitrose in his life. <laughs> in his life. But he would go in there for that free coffee. <laughs> But then wasn't that what entire towns were doing and it got completely out, of hand. It got out of hand? Yeah, the, but, but the coffee it's... station in there was just like, well, they actually needed Regina because it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's back. The free coffees are back. 
He'll be there hovering over there. Oh my god! <laughs> Baz, the ghost of Christmas coffee. Oh bless him. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so I feel like I'm just mu- walking around muttering about how much things cost. God, a little bit of my dad is like, yeah. his essence has gone into you. Yeah, it has actually. I feel like I've got to do that for Baz. What, just be tight? Just mud. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I do think, you know, what, do we want, that's kind of how we want our parents to be though, isn't it? We want them whinging about <laughs> prices and moaning about this. I mean, that's what we'll be doing, Emma. Well, I'm doing it now. You are. <laughs> You're a bit young for that. Well, yeah. Everything is everything is everything is um, expensive right now. It's so expensive, and there's something really depressing about living in a country where you have to be like super affluent to just like I don't know, like join in and yeah, have the basics. It's it's absolutely outrageous. Really, really depressing. But Emma, uh, look, we've got to get back to the sentiment of Christmas. You can have such an awesome Christmas and not go not get stressed yeah. like my mum gets stressed mm. about buying so many people mm. just cut back mm. experiences over stuff that's where it's at i would take a card with a lovely message from friends and stuff like you need to like uh reduce the mm. expansion of your ne- the network of people that you are buying presents for yes you can just you know cards mm. also like i think the whole principle of giving a gift because because some people are like cutting back but i think you shouldn't you shouldn't feel like you have to give someone a gift back like that's that's such a sort of awkwardness isn't it that exists yeah well that's what my mum is big on because i like she's like if i come there and you've told me not to get anything and they give me something i'm gonna be very cross with you i'll be furious yeah it's like sacrilege yeah because they're Yes, but so, but because like we like making things and you yeah, know, there, there is a. But there... grandparents fail to understand that children. I'll speak for all children. <laughs> they w- they will be happy with whatever you give them. If my mum got them one book, they would be happy with that. I don't think you can speak for all children. But... Can I not? No. Okay, maybe I shouldn't. No. Let's not. I am not going to sit here, Emma, <laughs> and speak for all the children of the world. I'm just going to speak for ours and how my mum gets stressed about what to buy them. Mm. I will just say that they they would literally be happy yeah. with anything. Mm. That you know you don't need to put a monetary value on things no. and and sort of say right well, no. I'm going to spend this much on them no. and until I reach that amount mm. then mm. they're done. I think if people invested as much time into curating gifts and things as and they put that time into like experiences and playtime. You are all <laughs> about the experiences. Here I'm we all go. All about experiences. I think the kids would have an absolute ball. Like the kids could get up if they saw. Let Santa take care of Christmas. If they saw a paddling pool there with. Well, hook, in December. Hook a duck in it. Yeah, they'd go wild. Yeah, things like that. So one of the things that we're doing with our friends because we. What are you doing? I just blacked out for a while there, did sorry. You, did you do one of your slow faints? Your weird, like, giraffe faints then? Again, Emma, that's offensive. Why? What? Calling me a giraffe <laughs> and saying that I faint a lot. You do. Once we I'm were, a fainter. Once some friends of ours kindly took us to a very fancy hotel in London. Oh, you yeah. You 
went to the toilet, shut your finger in the door, came Better back. than shutting someone else in the door. <laughs> came back to the table and just did this like slow faint on my yeah. shoulder. You, no, 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 no. It wasn't your shoulder. It was your bosom. It was <laughs> because I needed something soft to just comfort myself in. So I was just like, look, they're there. I'm going in. And I just passed just, out into your boobs. It was like slow motion. Mm, it was. I'm a fainter. You are a I fainter. I have got such low blood... It's too low, my blood pressure. That's I'm I'm good. so damn relaxed and so fit and healthy from my exercise, Emma. <laughs> God, you're so annoying. <laughs> no, that I maintain a slightly dangerously low blood pressure. So if I stand up too quickly, I am going to pass out on your ass. Yeah, because you're so tall, mm-hmm. it takes the blood a long time. Yeah, to get I'm not. Out there. Do you know what? I, I mean, I'm six foot two. I'm not the Undertaker. Yeah. Aww. What was right your, now? Who was your I have got wrestler? no. Right now, I have got such bad pins and needles <laughs> that I am struggling got, to get my words out. I think my ankle has actually like seized. You mentioned the Undertaker. Can you guess who my favourite WWF wrestler was? I am a real American. Let's just try this. Something silly. I mean, they're all silly, but something that <laughs> something that has a a niche, a, a shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No. Not Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No. Okay, I'm going to keep going on this. Mancho Man Randy Savage. No, I did like him. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Jake the Snake Roberts. No. Oh god. Brett the Hitman Hart. No. Okay, Emma. Am I um am I warm? Mm, it was. There's more. No, 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 no. It was like there's two of them. The Rockers. No. Um, Legion of Doom. No. I tell you what, my wrestling knowledge is amazing. <laughs> I don't know some of these. Um, okay, Quite so a it's silly oh. outfit. Whoa, that really narrows it down, <laughs> Ems, with the WWF. What silly outfits? Um, natural disasters. Don't know them. That's earthquake and typhoon. Hang on, should I be like a wrestling historian? I'm, gonna, I'm not stopping until I get this. Sorry, okay. listeners, because they probably don't, you know, they might not know what we're talking about. Mm, they will. Okay, um, tag team. Oh. I'd say they were sort of a, a little bit later on. They came in. The Rockers. You've said that. I'm going to need a little clue. They were twins. They were identical twins. You don't know them. You I just figured out that we might be on different eras. You don't know them. Shall I say? Say it. Bushwhacker twins. Oh, bushwhackers. <laughs> they were great. Yeah, they used to do that, that thing. Yeah. I like their sort of like... They were sort of... They were, their shtick was um, kind of like simpletons, wasn't it? That was their thing. They were like hicks, hillbillies. Yeah. That was, you know... I don't know if they were actually like that in real life. But um, this th- that's what... <laughs> Is that bad? It's so offensive. No, it's not offensive. What I mean is that was their theme. Yeah. They had like I... two. They had like teeth missing. They had... I loved them. <laughs> yeah, I love the way that you are. Yeah. yeah. Also, that was in such a glorious time in wrestling because they weren't stacked. They were just. They were actually just a little bit sort of tubby and overweight. Yeah. Wow! What a time to be alive. What a choice I made for my favourite. Whoa, hang on. Life lessons from Mr. T. Listen up, people. This is Mr. T talking to you. Ever feel like giving up on something? Like it's the only way to solve a problem? Well, most times, 
Quitting only make things worse. Knowing when not to quit, that's always harder than throwing in the towel. Don't assume you can't handle a tough situation. You don't know that until you try. But you can't solve your problems by running away from them. That just makes things worse, not just for you, but for everybody around you. And that's a tip to you from me, Mr. T. Right, what do you think of that, Emma? What can you take from that? I'm so confused. Why are you confused by Mr. T? If you lived your life like that, you might actually... um, Get through life a little bit more easier. Oh, look, it's funny you should say this because... Enunciate into the mic, my dear. Because at school, Indy did this activity where they had to fill in a family wheel. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they had all the members of the family and then around the wheel, there were like different things like um, food and um, one of the parts of the wheel was motto. And under you, mm-hmm. she literally wrote a Mr. T quote. <laughs> Oh, I know which one it was. It was the... Um, People that don't make mistakes don't make anything. Yeah, I think it was that one. Or, yeah. or the fail one. No. But when she was reading it out, I was I was crying. That's good. I wanted to associate guess, me with Mr. T. Guess what motto she wrote for me. Hopefully talking into the mic and not to the side of it like a really bad broadcaster That's because i have no muscular strength left to hold myself up three kids oh wow i should have been here a long time well i'm waiting for the motto what is it no you've got to guess what she wrote for me for my motto uh your motto your motto oh live playfully i guess she wrote um uh, be yourself and stay creative Right, lovely. Is that your motto? That's what she, well, no, it was like, what do you associate with that person? What would they say? Yeah, I think that is something you'd say. Mm. What did she have for Phoenix? It was something like, stay cool. Right. Scout? Um, oh, what was the Scout one? I can't remember. The food one was quite funny, though, because it was very carb-based. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for... <laughs> for me oh emma you're laughing just thinking about it <laughs> she put jacket potato wow for phoenix culinary delights she put pizza okay for you she put burger right so social services are coming over then <laughs> wow and then for scout she put sausage roll <laughs> jeez oh that's funny <clears throat> look we're not you know we're not the best cookers are we well we've been trying to improve on that you made that chili that you've been threatening to make for two years yep two year chili i made that Mm, it's lovely emma it's christmas mince pies we're supposed to be doing mince pie reviews yeah well it's the sixth i know sixth of december today behind schedule and we haven't reviewed or rated a mince pie. No. You should be ashamed. I am ashamed. But I've just been so, I'm so busy. Oh, you're, you're one of those people that goes around telling everyone, oh, I'm just, I'm so busy. I'm not I'm so actually. Busy. I'm not I actually that person. I've I'm made the a concerted person. effort not to be that person because I was that person for many years. But I've been trying to get in a bit of extra work. I'm just brutally and... honest with people. So I've finished my, my last work project. Finished. Did it yesterday. Oh, it's all right. So that's, I've got nothing until Jan. So when people are like, what are you up to? I just say, nothing. Wow. So is that bad? I'm just being honest. 
Well, don't worry, because I'm making up for both of us, because I'm back and forth to London. Like Good a for you, Em. Yo-yo. Good for you. The other day I heard you say, oh, I wish Ben didn't have to work. No, I hate and I, work. No, and I, I, I perked up like a little, <laughs> like a little <laughs> meerkat or something. And I just thought, well, I mean, this, this sounds, that, that can be easily arranged. I do. It's, it's two working parents. You hate me stressful. working. You've got a chip on your shoulder. About me working. No, I no. I you like, do. We like the extra income, but you're like stop showing off. <laughs> <laughs> no, two working parents. We've always said it when we're both working, when we're both on deadlines. It the model just crumbles. It's so much harder to just like three kids shuffling them around when we're both working. It it just it's not even like twice as hard. I'd say it's like three times as hard. Well, Emma, if you worked three times as much, I'm happy not to work. That's what I'd I do. I will just do, honestly, if do you want me to be Planet Dad, I will be Planet Dad for you. It is so much easier. I yeah. have been Planet Dad for <laughs> you with all of these children, raised them, <laughs> bathed them. Oh my God, I'll just add that to your book of certificates. <laughs> no, I have given you the reins. You haven't for given your, me for your work slave. Given me anything? Will no, you? but we complement each other. It's it's worked. I I had to. I quit my career for you. Oh shut <laughs> up! I did. <laughs> quit it. Yeah, but you're happy to. And I've I've lost it now. I can't find <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know where Emma. I don't know where I put it. Yeah, I did feel for you because you took a lot of time out with Scout and it was like pandemic and the world's changed. And, and the other two and children. And I think it's quite hard for you to get back into work. Your contacts have moved around. No, it's actually <clears> been the greatest pleasure of my life raising those kids. Aww. I'm so proud of all of them. They are actually, at the moment, they are just adorable. Yeah, they all are. All of the little buggers. They're just, they are just <laughs> at, like, they you are. know, you put the hard work in, you get results. They are... I just like hanging out with them. Yeah, they're fun. Mm. So, so fun. Mm. They are fun. Phoenix has been doing the elf that you don't understand. Phoenix is just mm. an amazing age. Mm. I love it. Mm. He is Just being... an uncynical friend. Ah, that's nice. You, well, you know how your friends, like, you can't really just say anything. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> You don't get any of that from a 12-year-old. When I came back from London late last night um, and I came in and he was down here. How was the city, Emma? He was, <laughs> was it busy? <laughs> he was sneaking around. There's a massive Haribo Christmas tree in Waterloo Station. Brand. Um, <laughs> he was sneaking around doing the elf. And he said, he went, oh, mum, how did it go? I thought, oh. Emma, I was scrolling through Instagram the other night. <laughs> And um, something came up and it said, do you know what true success is? And they said, success is when you are older, you have children that want to hang out with you. I truly believe that. That's always been my goal. If you start talking <laughs> into... My goal is for you to enunciate and talk into the mic. It is not... Hard, Emma. That king had it bloody easy with those marbles in his mouth compared to this. I, that has always been my goal, to play the long game. Um, I The long con. The long game. I suppose you sort of, you know, when you have kids, you, you sort of do a mix of wanting to change and give them things that you didn't have, but then you also want to, 
you know, you're nostalgic about the things that you did have and you want to give them those things as well. And I think um, you and I both have parents that divorced, which is obviously, you know, that happens. It was the 80s, baby. Divorce was all the rage. It was about Gulf War, Rambo, divorce. That's Gen X. And I'm proud of that. Latchkey kid. I am proud of that. Um, Two parents. Sounds like a nightmare for me. Well, we're doing it, baby. No, <laughs> yeah, we are doing it. We're but doing no, it. I suppose you, you know, what I didn't have was when I was an adult child, a sort of teenager, you know, I didn't sort of get to come back. From, New term for me, that, Emma, an adult child. An adult child. <laughs> I don't know, what is that? I was a child that was an adult. Right. You know, when you're... Like an, a nan kid. No, like when you're, um, you know, you're sort of like 18, 19, 20. Okay, so just an adult then. You're, yeah, but you're... <laughs> Yeah, but you still got parents. So you're you're still a child to I, them. You're yes. still their child. Yeah, you're still owned by someone. Yeah, so I didn't really have that sort of you know come back from uni, family Christmas because you oh, know. Oh, violins! No, I'm not. For saying, no, I'm not saying like violins, but what are you that, saying? That's just something I didn't have, and that I feel like I have the opportunity to do that if we keep kissing for six seconds. I was going to say, day. but our kids aren't at uni. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I would like to, yeah, that is, I mean, that is an aspiration. So you're saying that your kids are a long-term gamble as opposed to a short-term gamble. They're more like an investment in stock than going down to coral. I definitely (laughs) would like to, I mean, I, we live quite far away from my, um, my parents and I would like to see, I'd like to see our kids more than I see my parents now. I mean, obviously, they might not want to. But... Well, look, Emma, that is, <clears throat> that's parenting. All you can do is cherry pick the things from your experience of being a child and say, right, these are the bits I think they did well at. I'll keep those traditions. Christmas. And these are some of the bits I, I think they did not do well in. We'll lose those. What do you think? Those are the unmentionables. <laughs> what do you think are the things that our kids will be <laughs> discarding? When they become parents, that is fascinating because oh. I mean, you it, can you can bet your bottom dollar there will be things. Oh yeah, and we've already yeah, done them. There's stuff for everyone. Emma, we've already made the mistakes. Yeah, it's unavoidable. Yeah, what I've been thinking about recently with mental like mental health is that everything, almost everything, all of my hangups, everything you can you can usually track back to being a child. I mean, you re- like you, can, but I truly believe that. So if we have made mistakes. They are already baked in, baby. Yeah, that is how psychology works. So, what are the mistakes we've made? Let's unpack this. Naughty step. You regret the naughty step? Yeah. Emma, it was awesome. (laughs) It was awful. Because we watched Super Nanny that one time. It was very in vogue at the time. Everyone was doing it. It seemed like the solution. We were new parents. We were, you know, fresh. We were green. Oh, we were green. Um, We were full of spunk and... (laughs) (laughs) Kissing for twelve seconds. <laughs> well, um, now, now we call it the thinking now we sofa. Have the thinking sofa. Oh my god! It makes that just makes me want to vomit. I prefer the naughty step. Well, it, no, it's all say it like it is. Shaming. You've, no, you've been Shaming. naughty, so you're going to go on that step that is called the naughty step. Not you've been naughty, so now you go on the thinking sofa. Yeah, but it's not like when they're so little. It's not naughtiness. It's just an inability to regulate these Emma, children, massive emotions children shouldn't that they're having. Be, they shouldn't be well behaved, apparently. No, they shouldn't. You want them to be wild. You want them to be... What you don't want to do is suppress all of their different feelings. And they right. say you should be much yeah, You more... are massive on not shaming. 
Yeah, because it's like the it, God. It's the look s- what you've done. It's look <laughs> at it. <laughs> yeah, get to the naughty step. Yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. Is it? Yeah, but, it's awful. But they need to. Don't they need to feel like? Oh shit! I have done something wrong. No, now. you have actually had quite a big breakthrough. Massive Scout, breakthrough. And you've been doing the. I don't do any. I don't ever raise. I'm never raising my voice again. No. To a child. <laughs> oh, God. What were no, you doing I'm not. Because I'm convinced that it's a load of rubbish. Well, no, it doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. Well, they're just big, 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 baby body shop sponges. They just soak everything. <laughs> <laughs> they just soak everything up. They are just. Yeah. You might as well. Do you know what? You might as well just walk around with a massive mirror because that's all that they are. Yes. They just, you know, they mm. see what they see is how they are. Yeah. So if they see you screaming and shouting, that is going to come back at you. Yeah, I would. And if you like, Scout has the ability to be insanely kind compassionate caring and he vocalizes that in a way Mm. that i've never heard a two-year-old be like that and that's because we we're like almost like a disney cartoon we're so over the top with our love and hugs and stuff which can be i guess can be cringy sometimes but when it comes back at you Mm. through that filter Mm. it is so adorable every time, but every he time. also has the ability yes. because of how i tell him off and i don't have any patience anymore now that i'm 41 um he has got a hell of an angry side in him yeah which uh, is me that's where it's come from yeah so mm. that's the i've already made that mistake but it's um but you've been trying a different technique which, Massively. which is uh, talking to him about the feelings so, oh i so go when big has, on feelings when... <laughs> i go big i just turn into a massive disney character <laughs> when he when he has an outburst i find it really yeah you you you're just like into it if you say do you feel angry and he says yes yeah what do you feel as yeah. long as after all that nonsense there's an actual like, I do need it to end with some kind of corporal punishment. <laughs> like, no, because you, you... So, if he hits Indy, mm. you say, how do you feel? And it's like, well, how does Indy feel? She's just been smacked. <laughs> yeah, Indy needs the sorry and the hug. It's more for Indy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, as long as... So, you say, how are you feeling? What made you hit that person? No, I don't say that i say scout are you angry because i know it's anger and he is teaching him to recognize the feeling mm-hmm. because when they can name and recognize the feeling that's how they learn how to regulate it because what's happening is their body is like fl- like flooding with this feeling and it's, oh. it's new for them is it and it's like so intense it's right. so visceral and yes it bubbles up inside them and yes. it's like i'm feeling this thing in my body and i Whoa. don't know what to do with it Whoa. yeah and it just like explodes yeah. So they are like... And then you explode back <laughs> and you <laughs> so meet that like energy with rage. These little beings that are essentially full of high octane, like full spectrum of emotions that can change and shift around in yeah. like microseconds. At the same time, they have no ability or experience to, to regulate those no. feelings. Often I will say, come and find me when you are feeling better yeah yeah and that is one of my big things with any kind of parenting i'm all about pushing it back to a later date to deal with it (laughs) when the but when the moment has passed though and you can you can go back Mm. to it when you're both 
calm. But that's really good because it means that you're... And he will come and seek me out. allowing him to experience the feeling. What you don't want to do is like suppress the feeling. So that's why I don't like the naughty step because it's kind of saying when you have that feeling that is like not allowed and you sit here and you're shamed. What we actually want to do is we want to encourage the children to have all of the feelings and like let them out. Like all feelings have a role like you know mm-hmm. adults we feel angry like we yeah because get... what does the naughty step really teach you after two minutes i just go back to regular it's life short, it's short-term gains so yeah, in the short term i suppose yeah it like you know it, it traps and with indian phoenix down. sometimes you wouldn't have to send them there they just go there they just like it there phoenix no they just know it. they'd be like oh yeah scout gets the thinking sofa but he will seek me out and say i'm better now daddy yeah yeah he is incredible, that kid. I think mm. he is. Um, he is extremely into his emotions. I've never seen anything like it. Different, different parenting because you know we're much more experienced, much more knowledgeable, much more relaxed. He's got older siblings, which is a huge difference. So he's getting so many more inputs and inspiration and ideas from mm. them. Um, and yeah, he's very... His manners are incredible. I I've never what, seen anything like when it. When you say thank you to him, he always goes, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. God, parenting is an absolute shitstorm though, isn't it? Yeah, it's really hard. It's it really is, hard. It is the hardest, but it mm. is the most rewarding. Yeah, I think the thing with it is, is that you I don't... think we've done all right on the whole. Wow, I wonder what it feels like to, to be in conversation with someone that doesn't interrupt you. Emma. Is it nice? <laughs> I'm just saying I think we've done a really good job. That's good to hear from you. I, I took I... it I take it extremely <laughs> seriously. Emma, what is your problem? Do you know what? I've been doing a bit of a survey on you among, oh. amongst our friends and family, and people agree with me that you do cut people off when they're talking. Emma, I hold court. You do! Yeah, but you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, it is. Is it? <laughs> oh, my God. Emma, God. I... Trying to get a No, word. Emma. I... <laughs> no. Right. Do you know what it's like? Let me... No. It's like... <laughs> I want to paint you a picture. It's like trying to talk to someone when you're in a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. And you're like... <laughs> Emma, I want to paint you a picture. You ready? Paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. We've done that quote. We can't keep do- can't keep doing the same Titanic quote, Emma. I'm going to paint you a picture. Close your eyes. So, dinner party. Yep. With friends. Yep. It's a long table. Yep. <laughs> Where do you place me in that table? Oh God. Because um... I-, I am a middler. You put me in the middle because I will stimulate and nurture conversation for the entire table. Well, no, you won't let anyone else speak. If you put me on the end, like you can't middle. No, I'm so this awful. is a curb. This is a curb your enthusiasm thing, a Larry David thing. But my God, it's so true. You put Emma in the middle of a dinner party, the, that dinner party will tank because <laughs> she is just. You think that Emma's like really um, confident and social, but actually she shuts down I'm social a, situations. I, I am an introvert extrovert. Of mm. course, of course. You can put, put me, a hashtag in front of that. Put me on stage and I'll speak to hundreds and hundreds of people. Oh, yeah, so you're all corporate with brands, Which... but when it comes to actual communication with your friends, useless. I'm good at one-on-one. 
Yeah, but that's not a dinner party. Now, we're going to a party on Saturday. Yeah, but you know what's not helping oh. is being, being <laughs> yeah. with a partner that doesn't let you bloody get a word in because hungry, you should hungry, be... hippoing no. your conversation. No, you should be glad that you're married to a middler. That's someone that can middle. That's a skill, Emma. Can you have, imagine if you're in a marriage where you both, no one can middle? Now, you always tell me that I'm really bad at small talk. I've actually been working on it because you know that I've been selling a lot of stuff on Vinted. Yes. So I keep going back to the same guy where I post and I was like, right, I'm going to use this as an opportunity. Cause Ben's always telling me I'm awful at small talk and I'm going to strike up a friendship with this guy mm-hmm. oh god well i've got myself into a right pickle because right. he now thinks that i own a fashion business oh my and that <laughs> and i was like oh that's I, not small talk i couldn't get out of it i couldn't i didn't know he was like oh you're busy this week oh you've had a lot of sales oh my god and because days. i'm not good at small talk i couldn't just say oh no i'm just like selling a few things instead i just went yeah Great week. Why do you lack the ability to do small talk? I think it's. I think you're such a deep bloody thinker. That's what it is. I might meet someone. I'm like, yeah, but that's it. Oh, uh, let me paint with my pain. I think it's partly a time. You can't paint with your pain with the cashier, (laughs) with the person. Like you just can't do that. I can. Think about the previous day. Mm. Take something from that Mm. day. And incorporate it into the conversation. I did. I've, I stumbled across some research <laughs> oh, about how connections with strangers, about the role that they play in our well-being and happiness. And it was really interesting to me because during the lockdown, I think it was the first one, I suddenly had this like intense feeling of like, what is our, like, is our barista, is he all right? Like, what, I haven't seen... You're worried about the people in your life. Yeah, and I was like, I feel like not seeing... How are they doing? And I was like, why am I thinking about these people that essentially I don't really know or have any relationship with? And it's like these little moments of interaction with, you know, people that maybe you see regularly, but you don't know them on a sort of personal deep level. Mm -hmm. Actually, they play a vital role in, like, your general experience and sense of being connected and it's not feeling lonely yeah that's called a community and that's mm. how we used to live when we were just trading fruits in the village everyone would know everyone and did you also know emma it takes a village to raise a child that's that is a saying yeah right most, <laughs> most people don't have a village okay i'm just saying yeah we're so expansive now everything is global um, where you know sometimes it it feels funny to live where we live and be worried about something that Donald Trump is doing. Now I know that you should have a global view on things, mm. but not at the expense of losing the kind of macro yeah. of like, well, okay, mm. you can be upset about Donald Trump and talk about that every day, but what about the things in your local mm. community, like literally mm. a mile radius? Mm. The injustices mm. there or the things that you can actually yeah. affect. Sometimes I, d- I don't like thinking big picture because I cannot influence the big picture, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. I wish I could, Emma. Mm. It's like Luke in Star Wars. No, interesting no. if you could. I'm just like Luke Skywalker. Right. Okay, right. You know, You're a Jedi. Um, it's not that he likes the Empire. He hates it, Emma. But he there's nothing it. he can do about it right now. I can't get involved. I've got work to do. 
It's not that I like the Empire. I hate it, but there's nothing I can do about it right now. It's all such a long way from here. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, yeah. well, look, Em, I think we've gone on too long. I think people are bored. <laughs> I think... I think they're sick of you I think people me. have... They've stopped listening, and I think we should see them... Oh, no, a couple of weeks, because you have to have one of your guests on. That. No, sorry. I like doing this show, but I'm on it every. I only get wheeled out every two weeks. <laughs> she lets me out of the cupboard. Well, you might be you might we'll... be making more appearances next year. We'll have some podcast updates coming for you guys soon. Oh, have you got a sponsor? No. Oh. No, it's free to be on this show. Well, what sort of <laughs> updates are they going to be? Well, the new format for next year. I didn't know there was a new format for oh, next no, year. Of course you don't. Of course you don't, because you're literally. In 1995, listening to Now 8. No, I'm in 1988, listening to Now 8. <clears throat> right, we've got to go now. We've got to do our six seconds of kissing. And what else have we got to do? I've got, I, I've got I, to get I, back I, to you work. You are one of the worst broadcasters. I have... <laughs> I mean, you can't even sign off on your own show. Do you know why? Because my leg has gone actually numb. I've got no feeling in it. And Emma, I, you're I'm a, a woman of means. I'm Buy a, some mics. I'm about to pass out. Not like a giraffe. I'm more like a, I don't know, panda. <laughs> right, everyone. Thank you for coming back. Thank you so much. <laughs> what, what are you saying? Thank Like, you are going to have to go to podcasting school or something this is the end of the podcast we look forward to welcoming you back the week after next for more <laughs> bye bye <laughs>